This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our series called Radicalis, Developing Spiritual Roots. In these lessons, we'll learn how to live a life that is deeply rooted in Christ and His Word so that we can become all God has created us to be. Now in just a few minutes, we're going to tell you how to get a copy of the Daily Hope Gold Scripture Box called Verses of Hope, a great way to keep God's Word right at your fingertips all year round. You can go to PastorRick.com or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004 to find out more. Now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called Radical Joy. We're going to continue in this series we've been doing on Radicalis and we're looking at deepening spiritual roots and today I want us to look at deepening the root of radical joy. At the very first Christmas, the very first thing the angel said was, behold, I bring you good news of great joy. It didn't say great faith, great love, great peace, great obedience, great joy. Joy is to characterize our lives in following Jesus Christ. From the very first message at Christmas, joy to the world, the Lord has come. I bring you good news of great joy. All through scripture, Jesus' ministry was characterized by joy. Everywhere he went and healed people and spoke, it says the people were filled with joy. When he sent the disciples out and the 72 out, it says they returned with joy. When Jesus was resurrected on Easter morning, it says the disciples and the women who were following him were filled with joy. The Bible says that the new new church that was formed in Jerusalem, the first Christian group, it says they worshiped with great joy. Paul talks about in uh, uh, the New Testament, he says, whenever I pray for you, I pray with, with joy, with great joy. In fact, the Bible says in Luke 15 that every time one person steps across the line spiritually, puts their faith in Christ, gives their life to Jesus, there is joy in heaven. It says they have a party in heaven. They had a party in heaven when you gave your life to Christ. And every time anybody does it, there's joy in heaven. Now, a lot of people think that the Uh, Following Christ is all about uh, rules and regulations and rituals and and things like that, but actually it's to be about joy. The Bible says in Romans chapter 14, there on your outline, verse 17, it says, the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. What's he saying there? The deeper roots you build into Christ, the more joy you're gonna have in your life. If you look around, most people aren't enjoying life. They're not enjoying it, they're enduring it. Most of the people on movies, most of the people in TV shows, they're not joyful people, they're depressed people. They're sad people, they're cynical people. They're just going through the motions in life. They don't go through the life with, with joy. And yet the Bible says the kingdom of God is not about rules and regulations and rituals and eating and what you drink and all that. He says it's about joy in the Holy Spirit. And Paul says in Philippians chapter one, he says, I will continue with you so that you will grow and experience the joy of your faith. Did you know that the more that you grow in Christ and the deeper roots you get, the more joyful God will make you in your heart? When I have not joy in my life, it means at that point I'm living a shallow relationship with Christ because the deeper my relationship is with the Lord, the deeper my joy will be. To be radically joyful means to be joyful all the time. Anybody can be joyful when things are going good. 
Anybody can be happy when things are going great. But radical joy is what is talked about in Philippians 4, verse 4, which says this, always, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Now leave that on the screen for a minute. And if you look on your outline, that verse is there. I want you to circle two things. First circle, always, because that's radical joy. How is it possible to always be joyful? I mean, in spite of all the things that are happening in life, it says always be full of joy. And here's the key, in the Lord. Circle that phrase, in the Lord. That phrase, in the Lord or in Christ, is Paul's favorite description of what it means to follow Jesus. It's used 167 times uh, in the New Testament. In fact, the word Christian is only used a couple times uh, in the Bible. Instead, the Bible calls us in Christ. And over and over in the Bible, if you ever do a study on this, every time it says in Christ, it's gonna show you a benefit. There is a benefit for being in Christ, for putting my faith in Christ, for loving Christ, for being a part of Christ's family, being a part of what Jesus meant me to be. Now it says rejoice in the Lord. It doesn't say rejoice in your circumstance. Now let's just admit it, this last year was a pretty tough year. Everybody wanna agree with that? It was a tough year, very tough year. He's not saying rejoice over the tough year. He's not saying rejoice or be joyful in your circumstance. He's saying in spite of it, you rejoice in the Lord. Now, how do we do that? Well, fortunately, we have a chapter in the Bible called Romans chapter eight. And in Romans chapter eight, we have the six reasons for radical joy. Six reasons that we can always be joyful, no matter how hard life gets, no matter how tough the circumstances are, no matter how difficult the problems, no matter how much life stinks or whatever, God says, you can be joyful in this because of these six things. Now the first reason is in the first verse of Romans chapter eight. And the, the Bible says that if I'm in Christ, that's the key, if I'm in Christ, God has completely forgiven me. God has completely forgiven me. No guilt, no shame, no remorse, no regrets, because God has wiped it out. That's a good reason for joy. Romans 8 verse one says this. There is now no condemnation, no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Now I looked up this word no in the original Greek and it is the strongest negative possible in Greek. It means no, 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 not in a thousand years, not in a million years, not a chance in your lifetime, never, 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 it ain't gonna happen, not a zero zip, no, it's not gonna happen, no condemnation. No. no. <laughs> He's saying don't even think about it. Now that's so important because the number one reason people lose their joy is guilt. Guilt and shame are killjoys. You cannot be happy and guilty at the same time. You cannot be joyful and be li living in regret at the same time. It is a killjoy that robs you of joy and God doesn't want you to be robbed of joy. Now of course none of us are perfect, so we've all made mistakes so we all have legitimate reasons to feel regrets, to feel guilt, and maybe even to feel shame. And the result is most people live their lives 
in self-condemnation. And that's why they're not joyful. They're going around saying, well, I should be better. I should be different. I should do this. I should do that. I must do this. And they're always shooting themselves, always shooting themselves. And they live in this constant sense of guilt, shame, regret, remorse. You see, the way God wired you, because you're a human being, is that when you violate your conscience, it figures out a way to get even. You may not like that. You may try to overthrow it, but it doesn't work. You may try to rationalize it and tell yourself in your mind what you did was okay, when in your heart you know it's wrong, and that's telling yourself rational lies, but it doesn't work. When you violate your conscience, it figures out a way to get even. You may get sick. You may have all kinds of relational conflicts. You may sabotage your success. There are all kinds of things that people do. They don't even realize why they keep failing in life, why they keep messing up things. But it is guilt motivation at a deeper subconscious level that's causing them to sabotage themselves. Now, God doesn't want you doing that. And so he says, come to me, receive my forgiveness through my son Christ, and there's no condemnation in Christ. Does God ever want you to feel guilty? Yeah, for about a half a second, long enough to get to him. And then you say, God, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And he wipes it out, and he forgives it, and he forgets it, and he throws it in the deepest part of the ocean. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. You can sign up for Pastor Rick's free email devotional at PastorRick.com. That's PastorRick.com. In the Bible, Jesus told us that in this world, we will have trouble, but we should take heart because He has overcome the world. It's easy to forget Jesus' word of hope with reports of devastating news hitting us daily. You may even find yourself feeling overwhelmed and distraught. That's why you need to grab a hold of God's Word. It's an anchor for your soul that will fill you with hope. And to help you, Pastor Rick has created the Verses of Hope Scripture Box featuring a very special collection of verses to restore your sense of hope daily. This beautiful Scripture Box is gold with the look and feel of leather, and there's an embossed Bible verse on top. It's filled with artfully illustrated and inspiring scripture cards, along with well-designed blank cards for your personal notes. This unique tool will help you anchor yourself in God's Word and fill you with hope. We'll send it to you when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the certain hope of Jesus to people everywhere. Quantities are limited, so be sure to act quickly. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support. There's only three days left to get this great resource, so don't wait. Once again, here's Rick. Now, because I am a normal, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to sin anymore. It doesn't say there will be no mistakes. You're going to make mistakes the rest of your life. It doesn't say there are now no more sins. You're going to sin the rest of your life. It doesn't say there are now no more uh, errors. You're going to have errors the rest of your life. It says no more condemnation. It means even when you blow it, you're forgiven. Is that good news? 
Oh yeah. You see, when Jesus Christ died on the cross, he didn't just die for the sins you've already committed. He died for the ones you haven't even committed yet. They're all covered in the cross. You say, well, well, why do I not feel condemned then? Why am I not condemned? Because Jesus already took the condemnation. That's what he died for on the cross, for your sins. And there's the law of the universe of double jeopardy that you can't be held accountable twice for the same crime. And either Jesus dies for your sins or you're gonna pay for them. See, somebody's gonna pay for the wrong you've done. We live in a world, God is a just God. Somebody's gonna pay for your sins. You just don't get away for it. Either you pay for them or God says, let me pay for them. Now, if you accept what Christ has paid for you, then you're scot-free, there's no judgment on you. If you reject that, then you'll pay for them yourselves. But God says there's no condemnation for those in Christ. So what does that mean? It means that after you've accepted Christ, what happens when you sin? When you sin, God doesn't get mad at you. I mean, I even talk to Christians a lot of times who think they've done something wrong in the past and they go, now something's happened to them. They go, God's getting even with me. God's getting even. God does not get even with you. Why? Because that would be double jeopardy. That sin that you just committed has already been paid for. It's been paid for by Christ. So you don't have to pay for it. It's already been paid for. So God doesn't, when, when, you, when you blow it, God doesn't, he's not mad at you. He's mad about you. He's already paid for all your sins. And he just wants you to confess it and come to him. The Bible says when Christ died on the cross, all our sins were pardoned. That means stamped out, paid in full, done for. You don't resurrect them. How long do you remember a bill that's been paid? You don't. You forget it. It's already been paid for. Now what we're talking about here is called salvation. Salvation means all my sins have been forgiven when I am in Christ, when I've trusted him and I can live guilt-free. Now here's an amazing thing. Even if there was no such thing as heaven or hell, and of course there is, but even if there weren't, it would be worth it giving my life to Christ just to have a clear conscience so then I could be joyful. The Bible calls that salvation and it is the first source of joy. You're never gonna have joy, real joy, until you experience salvation. The Bible says in Psalm 13, verse five, my heart finds joy in your salvation. My heart finds joy. It is the joy of being forgiven. It is the joy of freedom of a clear conscience. Tom, have you ever experienced that? Of course you have. Yes. But talk I, to me about, tell me well, about the I, first time. When I first became a follower of Christ year, years ago, some of you think a million years ago, but it was quite a few years ago, <laughs> I, uh, I was pretty cynical before I became a follower of Christ. It's one of the ways I pushed back against the negative feelings inside of me. And somebody taught me how to follow Christ and how to pray a prayer and yeah. trust him for a relationship. And I did that. And I didn't understand all the benefits mm -hmm. when I prayed that prayer. I didn't understand how deeply he would forgive me. Hmm. But I began to learn it and immediately there was this feeling in my life of peace that I'd never had. Hmm. It was just this deep sense of everything's all right with the world, God has a purpose for my life, there's a future for me, and a lot of it was about the fact that I was free from guilt in my life. Hmm. I've gotta remind myself of that all the time. Huh. I mean today, yesterday, I gotta remind myself yeah. that I'm not condemned. It's not like I prayed a prayer a lot of years ago and then it stuck got to be a daily reminder, but I know that at that point, that peace came into my life and it's changed everything.
You know, that's a good point. It's just reminding yourself, no condemnation, no condemnation. You know what that does? It makes me want to love God more. If I feel like I'm living in condemnation, I don't want to love the judge who's condemning me. But if I realize that I'm under no condemnation, it makes me want to love God. You are so gracious. I'll never forget. Probably 35 years ago, I was speaking out in Barstow at a little church. At the end of the service, a young woman came up to me, tears streaming down her face. And she said, I could never be forgiven. And I, I, I said, what, what's the problem? She goes, I, I had an abortion. And I said, you don't think God can't forgive that? You don't think Jesus didn't die for that on the cross? You think that's the unpardonable sin? Would you like to be free from that? Would you like to let it go and close the door on the past? Yes. I said, well, let me lead you in a prayer. So we bowed our head and I said something like, Lord, you know what I've done. You know, I really messed up, but I'm sorry. And I thank you for dying for my sin. And I want to trust you to forgive it. And I ask you to come into my heart and forgive me. I remember when we finished that prayer, I looked up and her face was radiant. I mean, radiant. I'd never seen this. And I looked at it and she said, I feel clean for the first time. Mm. I thought, that's it. It's a feeling of clean. Well, you know, when you feel clean, you can feel joy. When you feel dirty, you don't feel joy. I remember a long time ago, I was watching a Columbo episode. Anybody remember Columbo? <laughs> You're really old if you remember Columbo. And, and the guest star that uh, week was Johnny Cash. He was the bad guy. And uh, by the way, Doyle, do you know the song that Johnny Cash played to get out of jail? Sure. You know that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know it. You do know it. All right. Every good guitarist knows that song. <laughs> Rick, do you know that song? <laughs> Johnny Cash, and finally at the end of Columbo, he gets caught, and he gives this classic line. He says, I'm actually glad I got caught because the guilt was killing me. And I thought a lot of people in life are being killed by their guilt. The first reason for joy is no condemnation. No condemnation at all. Uh, God has completely forgiven me. Second reason, I can always be joyful. No matter what's going on in my life, is because if I'm in Christ, God has given me eternal life. God has given me eternal life. That's at the other end, that's about in the future. And, and what that means is that death is not the end that this is not all there is. One day you're gonna die and your heart will stop, but that's not gonna be the end of you. Now let's just admit it. If this life was all there was, all there was, that would be a reason to not be joyful. Because there's a lot of things in life that are pretty sad. If you have traveled with me around the world and seen the people that I've seen around the world in total despair, life is sad. In fact, if this life is all there is, then there's not a whole lot of reason for joy because if you haven't figured it out, life's unfair. Life is unfair. God never said it would be fair. Because of sin, we live on a broken planet. This is not heaven where things are done all God's way. Here on earth, they're done our way and life is not fair. 
It's not fair when people are born with handicaps. It's not fair when women and and little girls are raped. It's not fair when people are murdered and all of the things that happen in society. And if this life was all there is, that would be pretty tragedy, tragic. But the Bible says the reason we have joy is because we know we're not going to be here forever. You're going to spend 60, 80, maybe 100 years, but that's all. Then you're going into eternity, spend trillions of years there. And if you have found faith in Christ, you are in Christ, the Bible says you're going to spend eternity with God in heaven. The Bible says this in verse 11 of Romans 8. It says, the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Now that's the key. God's Spirit has to be living in you. So just as he raised Christ from the dead, he will give life to your mortal body by this same spirit. What's your mortal body? Have you looked at yourself in the mirror lately? You're not half the man you used to be. Some of us are a little more than we used to be. But, uh, but everything is deca- decaying and declining, baldness, bulges, bifocals, and other things. You know, some of us, we get furniture problems. Our chest drops into our drawers, actually. And, uh, Oh my, oh my. What's heaven going to be like? You're going to be reunified, reunion with the people you love. There's going to be rewards in heaven. There's going to be rest and there's going to be responsibilities that you love to do. One of my favorite things in the Bible is that tells us is that in heaven, I'm going to get a new body. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. You can get hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick delivered right to your inbox every day. Just go to PastorRick.com and sign up for his free daily devotional. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first... You know, in order to live for God in the most meaningful way possible, we need to have His Word deep down in our hearts. That's why Pastor Rick created a spiritual growth tool called the Verses of Hope Scripture Box. Here's Rick to tell you more. One of the most powerful ways you can transform your spiritual life is to memorize Scripture. You say, I can't do that. Oh, yes, you can. The Bible says in Proverbs 7, verse 2, guard my words as your most precious possession. Write them down and keep them deep within your heart. To keep them deep in your heart, you have to remember them. That's why I've had my team create a beautiful gold scripture box so you can practice memorizing the verses that we give you and some that you can develop on your own. Now, we've started a collection of 40 verses about hope. These are going to encourage you when you feel down and discouraged. It's a collection that will help you keep God's Word in you so you have it when you need it. Now, I had a graphic artist create Bible verse cards with multiple graphic designs and really cool colors, so you're going to enjoy studying these verses. It's not just words on a blank card, but the colors will actually help you remember uh, these Bible verses. And to help you develop the habit of memorizing Scripture, we've included 64 full-color decorated cards with lines that you can practice writing out your favorite verses. So in addition to the 40 verses of hope, You can write down verses that are meaningful to you, that come to you in your quiet time. And I want to encourage you to use these cards to write down the scriptures that you want to put in your mind and to hide in your heart. And then 
when you need them, the Holy Spirit can bring them back to mind. Now, the Holy Spirit can't bring up something you haven't put in your heart or in your mind. So store them in this beautiful gold box. It's a real pretty box that will make a great conversation piece. Now, my hope is that this tool will help you learn to love God's Word, listen to God's Word, and live God's Word as you share it with others. Now, while you're working on these verses and some of the verses you want to do, my team's actually working on new sets of Bible verses that will be released throughout the year that you can add to your collection. So I hope you'll get this tool. We're doing it for you. We'll send you the Gold Verses of Hope Scripture Box when you give a gift today to help Daily Hope take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. Quantities are limited, so be sure to act quickly. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com, or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. There's only three days left to get this great resource, so don't wait. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.